0: It wasn't long before the room was filled with assassins, guns, swords and even a bow and arrow were pointed at me. I calmly asked them for Creed. They decided to answer my simple question by rushing me all at once. One by one I knocked them out and destroyed their weapons. When they tried to get up again, they would soon be thrown across the room. After I had taken care of all of them, I called out for Creed to come out. That's when he emerged from a beat curtain from the back. He had a bottle of whiskey in his hand and a gun in his other hand. He smiled at me and told me he missed me. I politely requested that he leave the girl alone. He told his assassins to get up and go to their rooms. They all staggered and limped into the back. He then told me that I owed him a new door. In a joke, I offered to fix his door if he let the girl live. He chuckled and said he wasn't that desperate for the door. He put the drink on a minibar located at the end of the room. He sat on a stool and offered me a seat. I smirked. He pretended to be sorry for forgetting I was an android. I told him once more to stop targeting the girl. He stood up and posed a surprising question. He asked me if I thought he was old. I asked him to repeat his question. He repeated the question, He was only in his 50s and from what I understood about human life he wasn't really that old. He randomly threw out the number three. I asked him to come again. He told me that he had missed three people he was sent to kill in the last year. I had no idea how to respond to that. He was clearly drunk, but he was surprisingly vulnerable. He walked towards me and stared straight into my eyes. He raised his hand and placed it in front of my face. I could clearly see it was shaking. He put it down and walked back to the bar and sat down. He began to tell me a story about his father. The story went this way. When he was eight, he lived with his father on a ranch in Queensview. His mother had died as a soldier on a secret military operation in the USA. His father was a pencil pusher at the M.O.T.H. headquarters. Greed's father sold his apartment in the city and moved to the family farm. For years they took care of the farm with ease. One day when he was 16 his father realized that there was a wild animal attacking the cows. They tracked down this beast, and they were lead to a wolf. It was a she-wolf. She had a litter of cubs. His father had determined that the wolf was killing to feed her young. Creed thought that they would leave. But his father asked him to kill the wolf and her cubs. Funny thing is, he said he did it without protesting. He slaughtered that family of wolves with a smile on his face. He knew from that day he wanted to kill. He would join the Ocean View training facility for Moth. He became a sniper for the military and found himself traveling all over the world killing tyrants, human traffickers, cult leaders and terrorists. But sometimes when he was perched on his nest if he would see some random man or woman walking alone he would pull his trigger and hide their bodies. That's when he knew he wanted to kill at a bigger level. So he asked to be discharged and he moved to Reevesbury and started advertising his services. When the wasteland was established his guild was formed and he was free to conduct business freely. That's when he went around adopting strays who would kill for him. He then looked back at me and told me something disturbing. He said that after years of killing everyone from politicians to troublesome landlords he never felt as alive as he felt when he killed those wolves. He had spent years chasing that feeling but he never experienced it again. At this point in his life he feared he would never experience that kill again. He stood up once more and told me that he would let the girl go if I just killed him on the spot. When I was under control, I killed a total of 26 people. Six of those were genuinely innocent. Their faces were burned into my head. Here was a deeply disturbed man who had probably killed thousands in his sick pursuit of joy. He had asked me to put him down. Isn't this what I was created to do? I cannot tell you what I decided that day but I walked out of that house knowing that he would never kill again. While I walked back to the hideout, I searched the web for people's stories of murder and death. From YouTube to Reddit I examined the morality of murder. Was there such a thing as a moral kill? As an android was I exempt from any rules that dictated how humans view murder. I read about girls who had killed their rapists and teenagers who killed their abusive parents. Did they have the right to take another person's life force? Even with my advanced system I couldn't really figure it out. I walked through the door and sat on a bench in front of all the hackers hard at work. I stared at nothing until Dawn came to me and asked where I had been. I told her that I had taken care of everything. I said goodnight and walked out and sat by the old abandoned and cracked fountain outside the building. After thirty minutes I heard footsteps behind me. A short and muscular mixed-race woman emerged from the shadows wearing a dark crop top, a black bulletproof vest, and black cargo pants. She also wore black military boots. On her face was a black face mask covering her nose and mouth. Her hair was in braids that were tied into a ponytail. Her arms were covered in tattoos and complemented her black fingerless gloves. In her hand was a black bow staff. She told me she had been waiting for me all night and she needed my help.